It's Thursday, May 31, 2018. This is one of those days when you don't want to be right. Hurricane Maria's death toll in Puerto Rico, 70 times greater than the official government count. We were all looking in horror at the video that came out of Ellicott City. Maryland town hit with second 1,000-year flood in two years. FEMA denies reconstruction funds to some victims of Hurricane Harvey. Plus, new study finds U.S. insurers are not ready for climate change. All of those disasters and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. This just in from the Department of Obvious Metaphors. A sinkhole has appeared on the White House lawn. It's true. It finally happened. The Earth is fighting back. Go Earth. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we now have news that, yes, in fact, the death toll in Puerto Rico was far, far worse than originally reported. Oh, yes. It's a heartbreaking and disturbing new study. It estimates that the actual death toll from Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico last year is 70 times greater than the official government toll of just 64. Harvard Public Health researchers estimate that at least 4,600 people died in Puerto Rico from both direct and indirect impacts of the storm. And that's the lowball number. Yes. Twice as many as Hurricane Katrina, making Hurricane Maria the deadliest U.S. disaster in more than a century. The most prominent cause of death was interrupted medical care as victims waited weeks and months for federal help. In an interview with Latino Rebels Radio, San Juan Mayor Carmen Juline Cruz called it a tale of two disasters. One was made by the environment and the other one that was administration made. When, when I said we're dying here and you're killing us with your bureaucracy and your inefficiency, it was an SOS call. That call has still not been answered. Uh, Donald Trump, right after the uh, hurricane hit, said he was delighted that there were only 16 deaths. Well, he hasn't said a word since news of thousands being killed in the storm came out earlier this week. And you may or may not be surprised to find out that cable news is kind of ignoring this study as well. Media Matters reports that cable news covered the Roseanne Barr controversy for about 10 hours and has only devoted about 30 minutes to Puerto Rico. Mm. The 2018 Atlantic hurricane season officially begins on June 1st. But subtropical storm Alberto apparently didn't get the memo. The first named storm of the season, it made landfall on Monday in the Florida Panhandle. It killed two people in North Carolina and brought heavy rainfall and flash flooding across the southeast. It forced evacuations in North Carolina after the heavy rainfall compromised a dam. And U.S. residents are still struggling to recover from last year's hurricanes, which were the costliest on record. Politico reports that in Houston, FEMA has denied reconstruction funds for many low-income victims of Hurricane Harvey because they did not carry expensive flood insurance while living in a flood zone, a requirement that many U.S. homeowners are not aware of. Half of more than 700,000 applicants in Texas were rejected for any aid at all.
Meanwhile, cleanup is underway in Ellicott City, Maryland, after the second catastrophic flash flood in less than two years hit on Sunday. It killed an off-duty National Guardsman trying to help rescue others. The city received nearly a foot of rain in just a few hours. NBC meteorologist Al Roker connected the dots between these increasingly heavy storms and climate change. The problem is we're seeing more and more of these heavy downpours. In the last 50 years, we've seen an increase of 55 percent in the Northeast, 42% in the Great Lakes, and 27% of greater rainfall and stronger storms. And that just continues to grow as we just continue to see climate change and more warm air making its way with moisture and causing bigger storms. Good for Al Roker. Good to hear that on network television, finally. Indeed. But the destructiveness of these flash floods is not just a consequence of climate change. Land management decisions, development in flood zones, aging infrastructure, and extensive pavement in the built urban environment are also crucial factors in flood events. Last month, Ellicott City received FEMA funding to build better flood controls after the last flood, but it came too late to be ready for this flood. Finally, a recent report from the Thomson Reuters Foundation concludes that U.S. insurance companies are not ready for climate change, that most have not adapted their strategies to address the whopping payouts associated with increasing extreme weather disasters. The lead author warns that insurers are treating weather disasters as isolated anomalous events not correlated to climate change, and that means, quote, insurers that ignore climate change will not put away enough money to cover their claims. Well, that's what government bailouts are for. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Yeah,